Hello, this is Raul Ramirez of the Catch Wrestling Alliance. We help you elevate your grappling, and together we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, so um, we're going to be talking about uh, like one of the most important things that help make you successful. Uh, actually, it's not even just grappling, but like whatever it is you might want to do. Uh, but before that, let's go ahead and just go over all the general announcements. So um, yeah, if, if anybody ever wants to train with us, and if you're in the Los Angeles area, or if you're going to be uh, visiting the Los Angeles area in Southern California, uh, we train at Fight Science MMA. If you happen to have access to the UCLA uh, John Wooden Center, their gym there at UCLA, we're at uh, the at UCLA, and you can you can train with us there. Um, and then let me see. Oh, so if you're if you're on the East Coast, go ahead and train with my good buddy John Strickland out there in South Carolina. It's like uh, don't it's like uh, it's almost like uh, make the pilgrimage. It'll be worth it, right? If you're if you're on the East Coast but you're not in South Carolina, just like just go you know, go see John, see one of the see the best person on the East Coast. Uh, if you're nowhere near there, uh, feel free to uh, join our online academy. There's a really cool feature besides all the lessons and stuff uh like like the like the curriculum and all that stuff but we also have this really great uh online community which is kind of like a discord server but it's only for our students uh it's really cool you can ask questions and there's tons of extra instructional videos and stuff there based off of your questions and like whatever you need uh from a catch wrestling perspective uh it, it's all in there so uh, it's really a great value, so uh, you can check that out on our website. That's our Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. Uh, so with that being said, let's get to the topic at hand here. So uh, a lot of times um, people like wonder if it's only like, and actually we've talked about if coaching is like the only thing that you really need. And of course, I think you know that coaching isn't the only thing that's going to help with, help you become successful at uh, winning in catch wrestling or winning in whatever sport or even like um, even your job and whatever whatever it is that it's kind of like a mix or it's the end result of a lot of different things but a lot of the times you can help yourself by thinking holistically about the situation what your goals are what you want to accomplish and by doing that or thinking in that way ultimately the result is the environment right so um speaking kind of like uh with regards to like psychology and stuff like that for someone who is struggling with maybe a certain behavior certain mindset a lot of times to create like lasting results you have to really put in the work to change the environment that uh, you're in so that you're not uh, making the same mistakes over and over because a lot of times the environment will kind of dictate the behavior. So if you're in like a, the wrestling context or the gym context, right, then say like we've, we've talked a lot about like the value of coaching, right? So like say if you're in a, a gym that, uh, you know, has like a really negative coach that's trying to really tear you down and thinks that that's the way to build you up. 
the research shows that that's really not the most effective way. It actually, a more empathetic, uh, encouraging environment is really what creates uh, more success in the gym for each athlete. So you know that that, that part of your of, of the pie, right? That, that part of the puzzle is not there, right? Also, too, um, and actually, I want to. I may have a little list here, right? So. Of course, we already talked about the qualified and experienced coaching, right? Uh, so then we mentioned how like the coaching really also should be uh, positive and supportive, right? So that should extend to like the culture of the members of your gym, right? So uh, I'm going to just look at my notes here and kind of read off of here. So it's like uh, if the, the culture of the gym is encouraging, respectful, and focused on teamwork, right? Uh, will help the wrestlers feel comfortable pushing themselves and learning from each other. All right, so that is ultra, ultra important because you can have maybe some famous coach, but then if everyone in the gym is just like a total jerk and like they're uh, ultra competitive where they're they're thinking about just like tearing you down so they can look good in front of the coach and then maybe get selected for whatever team or whatever, um, because like uh, yeah, say so like nowadays in in jujitsu, like the whole quintet format is really popular. So uh, maybe you could maybe someone was just like trying to tear everyone else down so they can be selected for the quintet team. That's uh, really not like the the environment that breeds like excellence amongst the majority of the students, right? So kind of not what you not the environment you want to be in. Okay, so then. Uh, so think about that. So then another part of like this big puzzle or the big pie that uh, like where the end result is your success or the higher chance of you being successful in whatever sport or let's just say catch wrestling, right? So uh, so a safe and well safe and well maintained facilities, right? So uh, you also got to have great. This might seem simple or whatever, but yeah, you got to have good maths and. Uh, uh, you know, like safe practicing. So I'll just go ahead and read from the notes. Like, so training in a space that should be clean, well lit, have adequate equipment. Luckily for wrestling, I mean, you really don't need much equipment like whatsoever. You pretty much uh, just need a mat, right? But it's like back in the day, you know, they go out to the grass, right? They go out to the field. Uh, but you definitely want uh, things that minimize the risk of injury. So, um, so you got to start with, of course, like the facilities themselves, but then also the positivity of your training partners, also your coach. The coach should know, uh, you know, how to keep you safe as well. Or at least, to, you know, it doesn't mean that you won't get injured or that uh, you're never going to get injured, but you can minimize your chances of getting these injuries that are just like uh, not necessary, right? You got to uh, be ready for competitions, whatever matches you might or whatever tournaments you want, you might want to compete in. You don't want to be injured, and you definitely don't want to be getting injured during training because that's that's the worst. You don't get it. You you like if you're injured and you can't compete, then you won't be able to show people your skills, right? All right. So um, with regards to training, then um, you basically want to look for structured and progressive training. So what does that mean, right? So the training program should be well-defined, challenging, tailored to your skill level and goals. 
It should incorporate a balance of technical drilling, conditioning exercises, live wrestling, and mental preparation. So uh, that kind of goes back into a lot of the whole thing where it's like you, when you have all these components where you have a really positive coach, but a positive culture in the gym where everyone's like always working together, uh, not trying to hurt you, not trying to tear you down, uh, then you kind of get all this um, it's got reinforcement from all these different areas of your training. So like when you're in the gym, uh, you're kind of setting yourself up to uh, be more ultimately more relaxed, right? Because that's when you're not stressed out, then you can actually learn easier. Uh, so if you're doing all like if you're kind of doing the program or doing your training where a kind of one step leads to the next thing where you can uh, then become um, accustomed to doing things that are a little bit more advanced or more like technical. That's kind of the way you want to proceed where it's like step by step and not just like uh, being in a place where they just do these random techniques and uh, nothing uh, is connected to each other. And uh, so it's like you don't quite get an understanding of how the like say how the catch wrestling is done. If you're just if you're just like in an area where um, they're teaching random uh, like submission chains or something like that, and um, so then like you're just you don't have any clue of like how to get there, how to get to like that submission because you don't know the wrestling, you don't know how to wrestle someone, you don't know how to hold them down. So then you know they're just gonna get away from you when you roll. So uh, that's that's kind of what, what I'm talking about, where it's like you definitely need that structure there. You need uh, kind of like that foundation so that later on, once you have that great foundation, of course, you can do more creative uh, like submissions and stuff, but you're never going to get there unless you have that great foundation. Okay. Oh, my cat's chewing on the microphone wire. Let me just uh, push him away here. I fed him already, but there okay. All right. All right, so next thing. Okay, uh, open communication and feedback. So encourage encourage open communication between coaches and wrestlers. Wrestler, wrestlers should feel comfortable asking questions, providing feedback, and expressing any concerns they may have. So, yeah, if something feels unsafe or a lot of times if something just feels weird, like uh, uncomfortable to your body, then, you know, chances are, you, like say, if you're the student and you're learning something and it doesn't, feel quite right it, a lot of times it's it's not like the technique is wrong it's like you just don't quite know how to do it most of the time so uh it's kind of why or like uh, say if you ever comment on a on a video where you see someone doing something and then they'll be like oh i tried this technique and it didn't work for me or whatever like uh, a lot of times it's like just they never really learned how to do it so then uh, once you learn how to do it right, then again, that's like step one. And then the next thing is like trying to hit that move during sparring. Uh, that's like the next step so that it actually becomes a successful technique that can be added to your repertoire of, of skills and uh, abilities during your training. So uh, there's basically a lot of things that go into you you becoming successful at grappling or wrestling or your jujitsu, your no-gi or whatever. So you definitely want to be thinking holistic. And even if you're, you're in the gym and it seems like 
like one of your teammates only started like a year or two ago and like they're already uh, really good or whatever like don't necessarily compare yourself to them you know some people might absorb the, the techniques faster but don't feel like um like there's anything wrong with you it's just a, truly i think on average these things uh these principles take a, a while to become embodied in your in your kind of like the way of thinking like the way of doing things when you're actually wrestling so some so you know you've seen people like really take to it and like it seems kind of intuitive to them whereas other people might take longer but ultimately like if you stick at it or you stick with it then you'll get better at it and that's that's one of the things but also things that would hinder you from getting better again it's like any one of the things i mentioned and a lot of times it is like like i guess a couple of the major things would be say like the coaching and then the other teammates right so if they're really negative, trying to tear you down, trying to um, uh, make you feel bad about yourself, like not beating them or, you know, they're just bullying you and stuff. Um, all right. So I don't know if anybody's seen like the whole uh, Cobra Kai thing, or at least the original Karate Kid movie, where it's like that Cobra Kai gym, where it's like the big bullies. And um, so it, it kind of, actually, it's kind of funny. That is like a, probably a pretty good example where it's like, you have like the bully coach, creating bully students and then ultimately they get beat by uh, the the humble guy and uh, who has like the good coach and uh, created a good environment for the guy to learn and all that so he kind of embodied the techniques it, that, that ultimately is uh, really simplistic so, so don't say I don't think you need to find your uh, mr. Miyagi or anything like that but the idea is that like yeah you like there are successful athletes that come from all kinds of training. So, but ultimately, when you're talking about like research and statistics and stuff, usually the most successful, uh, or at least kind of like for longevity and you feeling better about yourself. And at the end of the day, it comes from more like empathetic training from your coach and training in a positive uh, environment where everyone's like friendly to each other and uh, helping each other out and learning from each other. Uh, then these other things that I mentioned are kind of like the supplementary, you know, like, of course, you want to be training in a safe way, right? And also having safe and well-maintained facilities um, and, you know, just having that communication, right? So all those things will really, really help you become a, the most successful athlete that you can be. So it doesn't matter which sport you want to be trying to learn from uh, or learn in these more like, supportive environments. And uh, like, like, don't even worry if someone says you got to have some kind of drill sergeant as your coach. Uh, it's just not true. You know, it's like, and it's been proven in all kinds of sports, you know, like NFL, basketball, all, whatever, all the biggest sports. Um, you know, they put a lot of research into like coaching styles and what's the more successful coaching style. So uh, I think all, all the sports, they expect you to train tough. So you definitely uh, want to be putting in all the work, right? So not just the time in the, in like doing the grappling or doing the basketball or whatever. Um, 
you got to be putting in the time in the weight room and doing cardio and stuff like that to be like in the best shape right and you also have to be doing the stretching i think that's like one of the one of the things that tends to be missing overall in just like a, a lot of different like professional athletes or professional athletic programs uh so you're seeing people getting these uh, injuries like hamstring injuries and calf injuries and stuff um a lot of times that comes from the lack of flexibility more than anything else. Um, so uh, you, you, you definitely, like I said earlier, you'd want to be thinking holistically about your training and how to be better. But all these different pieces of the puzzle really come to environment. So creating that positive environment is going to make it easier for you to go train, like to want to go train. Um, you know, even making it a habit to train, like putting it in whatever schedule, however, if you have a, whatever calendar on your phone or whatever, or if you write it down, uh, you know, making a habit out of training, all these things will make, make it easier for you to develop that habit, to show up, to want to show up because you're going to be going to a positive environment. Your coach is going to provide that positive reinforcement, but they also know how uh, to teach you the techniques and, and in a safe way, so you're minimizing your risk of uh, needless injuries. So when the time comes to do your tournament, then you're not injured and you're like at the like like 100% or at least near 100% with regards to your, like your cardio, your strength and conditioning, your knowledge base. Uh, you're also um, there, like kind of like psychologically, right, where you're not like overthinking it you know you're just you realize this is a game you're going to be trying to have fun you're going to be trying to win but you're not going to be devastated if you don't win right it's just to kind of see how you are that day like what you're where you're at that day and if you win fantastic if you don't win then think of it as a as, as an experience to um, see what you might be missing in your training or what you might want to what you might need to work on like maybe what what your weak what like yeah basically what your weak spots are so the, the tournaments and stuff are great um but yeah there's a lot of things that go into like having that mindset uh to compete so again it starts off with that environment so a lot of times you don't necessarily want to be in an environment where everyone's just like like too gung-ho about uh like training or like what I mean is like maybe they're a little too aggressive. They're a little too competitive in the gym where uh, like where it creates a negative environment because a lot of times those people don't have the longevity in the sport, right? They'll kind of burn out real quick. So, uh, yeah, actually there's, there's several books about this, but like documenting the kind of like the shorter uh, like span of like say a lot of uh, collegiate football players, and if they do go into NF, like the NFL, uh, they've had basically they've if they've had like bad coaches or if they're in negative uh, training environments, they keep these negative aspects. So whether it's with mental aspects or even when they play, they try to bully other people on the field. Even if they move from a negative training atmosphere uh, to a more positive ones, they like it's still, um, it's, it still takes a while for them to to 
stop fouling people in in the sport, whether it's like basketball, football. Uh, so it's like it takes a while to get kind of reprogrammed. So you you really, if you have the the ability to uh, find a gym, try out different gyms, see which one has the best vibe for you, more positive, where everyone's helping each other. The coach seems to know what they're doing. Uh, of course, they don't. The coach doesn't have to be some like famous whatever um, guru or anything like that. If if you guys vibe right, if you feel like that person uh, has like your your like they have the best intentions for you and like they really want to help you to become the better athlete. Uh, that's probably going to be the place you want to go. Like they don't have to be famous or anything, but you know, you can learn a lot from a lot of uh, people because a lot of people, um, like especially say with jujitsu and stuff. I mean, here in Los Angeles, it's like we have jujitsu gyms, like almost every, every block almost. So, uh, you have a lot of choices. Um, so, uh, if you're in that type of environment, like if you're in a big city and uh, you got jujitsu everywhere, uh, then yeah, take the time to try out different gyms. A lot of times they offer like a free week of training or whatever, so um, you can go and uh, test them all out and then see which place uh, kind of ticks the most boxes, right? So again, also actually, well, I did mention the whole clean environment that's actually super important you know you don't want to be getting all uh, kinds of like skin infections and uh um stuff and also if the mats just like so like beat up and they're not even thinking about replacing it uh, you could totally get all, all these random needless injuries from that so um just like yeah to keep keep an eye out for all those things but because all these things are even i, I kind of think of like the the equipment and stuff is like kind of being like the smaller piece of the puzzle but it's still pretty important you know you want to have a good uh, facility to train in but then the other things that are really going to feed your um feed your brain and your your mindset are like the the culture of the gym and uh and then that kind of goes up to the coach where it's like if they're positive then and they create an environment where everyone is helping each other and stuff like that then it, it, it's great it's a, it'll probably be a great place for you to train at so yeah take those things into consideration because you know if, if you like say like jujitsu or nogi or whatever and um you know like if you're feeling like uh, you're um, kind of getting burnt out on it it could be like the environment more so than you actually being burnt out right of the like you're not you like you're probably not in a position where you're where you don't like it anymore it's just maybe you got sick of that at that gym right so so think about it you know if you're feeling any kind of way where uh you're just not enjoying something that you just seem to like so much you know it, it might not be that it's it's not it's no longer for you it could just be the environment because uh, that's so important in all kind of aspects of if, you, if you're there's kind of something negative in your life right a lot of times it's um you know breaking certain bad habits even if it's like not athletics a lot of times it it requires you to uh change the environment right so then these uh bad habits or these negative things uh like have less of a possibility of happening so those are my two cents. Right, so hopefully uh, that all makes a lot of sense for you. Maybe gives you something to think about. 
Um, because I think maybe we're hearing it more and more, and because like more of the research kind of like has permeated throughout like the news and with like all the sports news and stuff like that. Uh, so you kind of know about like the importance of coaching and uh, the importance of uh, having a good team. Uh, but it's good to kind of reinforce that, and then you can like, and then you 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 should know that. Like, say if you didn't know already, trying to implement these principles in your daily life outside of sports it's kind of the same thing where it's like it goes back to creating an environment where you don't have the bad influence right so you um and so that's kind of like what i'm talking about today and of course there's the other aspects too that i didn't mention you know of course like sleep and whatever hydration and all that stuff uh but today we're just talking about Kind of like the the gym environment uh because i mean you should know how you know you should be drinking water you should be <laughs> should be eating your vegetables and all that uh and going to sleep uh at a reasonable hour right uh, but yeah so just know there's more to the, the the pie or making the cake or whatever um making whatever the the salad or whatever when i try to try to talk about uh, try to use something healthy to in the analogy or whatever instead of like cake and pie or whatever uh so if you're making something something healthy <laughs> so, uh there's so many different ingredients to go into it so yeah environment is like major major uh majorly important to creating an um like a way for you to keep the good habits yeah. so that being said Hopefully you can implement these things or hopefully you can take that into consideration if you're looking for like a new school to train at or if you're if you've wanted to train you haven't, and you haven't started training uh, like if you go try out different schools yeah take that time to try out different schools you know you might find one that seems cool at first but I would say you don't have to stick there you just you should uh, still look around and you know because one might fit you even better so um, you know, if, so if you're in a city where you have the ability to, uh, like, like try out different schools, like go for it, try, try them all out and, uh, see which one works best for you. But think about like, say if, if there is some kind of like a Cobra Kai kind of aspect where it's like, you know, you got this kind of coach where he's a little too aggressive, a little too aggro and everyone's a little too competitive. Um, uh, and if you're attracted to that Think about like why you're attracted to that because it ultimately it's not the uh, the most uh, successful style of teaching. So maybe you can think about that where it's like yeah we we like research has shown the, the more successful style is a more kind of nurturing uh, gym environment. And why might you be attracted to the the less successful style even though they might have some good athletes there. Uh, ultimately, it might not be the, the best environment for you to learn uh, and could be an environment where you do get injured or, you know, people aren't so careful. They don't really care about uh, uh, your safety. They might just care about winning. Because actually earlier today, I saw a video where it's like uh, it was kickboxing, but like, some really good kickboxer is just like knocking out his training partners and stuff like that said so a lot of times you don't want to be in that type of environment even though there might be a successful athlete in that gym uh because you know they they might not have the most longevity right they might uh, are training too hard 
you know, sparring too hard. Sometimes, you know, you take injuries, especially like in striking sports and stuff. So, um, so you might, re the, the result might be that, you know, you just get injured and you can't do what it is you want to do. So, uh, you know, safety is definitely something you want to keep in your mind. So if, say, if something seems too unsafe, it might not be the gym for you. And actually, that was one of the things that happened at UCLA, where we had these big guys who came to train, and they said that uh, UCLA wasn't the first place they they tried. Uh, they they went to one of our local MMA gyms here in LA, and even just because they were big, they were, they were beginners, and so they didn't really know like punching and kicking and stuff. But just because they were big, the coach at this gym uh, like just wanted to like unload on these guys and so uh just because they were bigger i guess the guys the, the the coach assumed that they were capable and uh but yeah just because someone's big doesn't mean they know what they're doing and so they are yeah, they these uh these guys ended up coming to my class at ucla uh saying that yeah we're just complete beginners we really don't know like you know like uh how to uh you know throw punches and kicks properly and um so, but we were just in an environment where, you know, they were just beating everyone up in the class. And uh, so we, you know, we don't want to get injured and we actually want to learn. All right. So yeah, it, 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 it is the environment where it's like um, these people knew that they wanted to learn something, but they recognized that they were in a negative environment. So then they, they searched and found you know an environment that was more positive where they could actually learn right so it's important and especially if you like like say catch wrestling or nogi jiu-jitsu and stuff like you know don't um like you know don't quit you know try to just find the the place where you feel like you want to go but feel like the place where you feel like you want to be all right so uh hopefully this helped you out if you want to help us back, you can always join our channel uh, on our YouTube channel. You can uh, we have channel memberships there uh, that really helps us out. Uh, if you want to train, you can always uh, learn on the on online. So the CWA Academy on our website catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, you can also train with us in Los Angeles. We're at Fight Science MMA. So yeah, we're at a crazy. MMA school. That's good. Now, actually, we are in a pretty positive MMA school. Uh, there are a lot of kickboxing classes. It seems like they're building a really great environment of uh, people who are doing kickboxing. Uh, they got um, a lot of people training, and they're doing a lot of uh, local competitions and kickboxing and stuff. So it's, uh, it seems like a pretty positive environment overall. Like I said, I'm not there all the time, but uh, when I'm there, it seems like everyone's like really helping each other out and stuff. So uh, yeah, seems like a cool place. And it seems like it's getting better and better. Like uh, it's expanded and uh, they got nice mats and stuff. So, so it seems like a good environment to check out. Um, if you want to train uh, and you only want to do catch wrestling, you don't have to become a member of that gym. You can always just drop in. Uh, and so uh, there's no need to, to join. Right. So if you don't want if you're not interested in doing our kickboxing classes or whatever, uh, that's totally fine. Uh, so let me see. I think, yeah, you've learned everything. Right? You know how to uh, contact us or to join the channel membership on our YouTube channel. We have a bunch of extra videos there uh, that I post. 
Um, so you know all our social media and all that stuff. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask, or you can uh, leave a comment, uh, especially on our YouTube channel. Feel free to comment there if, you, if there's any topic or any question you might have. So uh, hopefully this helps. You know, think about think about it because I mean, as if you want to be competing uh, and if you want to be successful, right? Uh, there's a lot that goes into that, and so you want to think holistically. Don't just think like, oh, there's only, uh, or like, I'm, there, there's a jujitsu class, so I'm just gonna go take it. And if you have options, you know, different gyms, you know, check them out, check them all out, because usually they they all have like a free week or a free month or something, and um, to try them out, check out the environment. All right, so because all this, all these things, right, uh, really help you to become a better athlete. And so say like, just like us here at the Catch Wrestling Alliance, we want to help you elevate your grappling so that together we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much.